Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Cop Out Podcast. It is Reds in Europe where we will be talking about the mouth-watering quarter-final tie against Real Madrid. Uh, support for the Cop Out Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, which you can't say any further than that. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs and get 20% off plus free delivery with the code COPHYPEPOD at manscaped.com. Um, your balls will thank you, as Mick likes to say, um, as we all like to say, to be fair. So uh, with me tonight, as usual, is Mick Moran, we've got Matt Marias, and we've got Tim Father. Champions League. I'm just sort of throwing that in there, like with the Champions League. Absolutely love it, boys. Welcome to the show tonight. I have been looking forward to this all fucking week. I'll be honest with you. The Arsenal game. I mean, granted, I wasn't on the preview show and the review show because I was too pissed. It was my son's third birthday. I do apologise. But this is the game I've been fucking looking forward to talking about. So, Mick, you know, how you feeling, boy? I honestly can't wait. Like on that one we were on last time, the um, was it the Arsenal preview? It was. It might as well have been the Real Madrid preview because we were just chatting about it. We were, we were, we were, yeah. But yeah, it's, it feels like this is this is the this is the crunch time. This is where yeah, it's it's it, this is where it gets juicy coming up against Real Madrid at the Bernabeu, proper heavyweight of the competition. They've won it what yep. thirteen times. We've won it six. We're going for seven. They're going for fourteen. So it's it's gonna be yeah. boss. I can't wait. Honestly. Yeah, Matt, it's um, it's been a, a tie that when the draw was made, we said, didn't we, Matt? And I know, Matt, you were quite passionate about getting Real Madrid, wasn't you, before the draw even happened. You were saying, I really want them. And you've been saying it for a long time, though, haven't you, Matt? Because you've, you've wanted the revenge and you've wanted to sort of nibble at, at Real Madrid after what happened in Kiev. So um, there's obviously the news that there's no Ramos in the squad. I don't think there's any Eden Hazard as well. Um, so yeah, Matt, are you feeling a little bit more confident? Or you still got a bit of anxiety about it? No, I've got no anxiety whatsoever. I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing for this. This is, this is going to be like we're, we're going to trounce them. Uh, I've wanted Madrid uh, for a while, and 
last time when was it when we got to when we got to Kiev the first time everyone was saying how um oh Liverpool had an easy run to the to the final. This is why I want I want to knock a Madrid out because I mean <laughs> they're in bits and they can't defend whenever Ramos isn't with them. They just look yeah rubbish without Ramos. So even better, hopefully he's uh he's watching in the stands and and hiding behind his fingers because <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> Love that. Don't worry, everybody. I'm not going to play that fucking video again, so don't worry. It's, uh, it's, po- it's, uh, it's pointless now because Ramos isn't even bothering the fucking turn up for the squad. So my video is irrelevant, but I enjoyed it anyway. Uh, Tim Father, um, how, are you, how are you feeling about it, mate? Because there's been a lot of talk over the last few days about uh, the Kabak and Phillips partnership. And one thing that I've loved about that is all these stats coming about. You know, they kept a clean sheet, they have conceded an X amount of minutes, you know, they played another great game. Um, against uh, Arsenal at the weekend, so um, I, you know the solidity about the side right now is really good, and I think opt- optimism is is quite rife in the fan base right now, isn't it, Tim? Yeah, I'd say so. And you know, this one of the things that I think a lot of people are forgetting that this isn't a Madrid team of old, where this is a, a team full of yard, packed full of stung, stung young star power, even. Um, you know, they, they don't really have many guys on the pitch that are, are going to change the game. I, obviously, Ramos being out and, and that kind of stuff. So you'd actually look at our defence and probably have them as the better the better back line at the moment. I think Carvajal is out as well. So they're probably going to be not only thin at the back, but a little bit inexperienced, which for a Real Madrid team that's ageing and, and that seems to be working together a little better through, you know, with, with the players that have uh, have been there a while is, is a bad thing for them and obviously a good thing for us. And kind of how being a, a right back, hopefully that, that allows Mane, to, Mane and Robertson to really have kind of had freedom down that, that left wing. Um, so, yeah, you have to be confident going in. You know, the, the last couple of weeks, well, obviously we're barring the international break, the last, the last few results, Champions League and Premier League, you've got to kind of... Uh, think that things are starting to trend towards more what we've been expecting rather than the the, the months previous. So, yeah, it's uh, you know it's 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 going to be a good tie. It's, it's certainly going to be interesting. So, yeah, I'm I'm up for yeah. this one. Absolutely, Mick, go on. I was going to say, and Tim's dad's in, and after <laughs> after the last pod, that was just I, I love him already. I don't even know the guy. I know him from three <laughs> comments, and I already love him. So there, shout out, shout out. Yeah, to I uh, I caught that after I watched it the next day, and I caught that, and I just thought, what a fucking legend! Um, absolutely. <laughs> to be fair, he's even more of a, he's he's that much of a legend because he produced him anyway. So let's give got to give well, him a fucking that anyway. <laughs> you know you what I mean? So this gorgeous human came out of his ball sack. So we'll love that. Yeah. Speaking of ball sacks, we're sponsored by we're sponsored by Manscaped.com. Twenty percent off using the code Copypod. There we go. Um, Mick, when we look at the the way Kiev went, obviously in 2018, it's a different kettle of fish right now, isn't it? Because if we're not the same Liverpool side, even though a lot of those players that played in Kiev are going to be playing um, tomorrow. Um, there's still a massive difference in the sides, isn't there? Especially from the Madrid perspective, like like the lads um, alluded to earlier. But from your perspective, Mick, as a Liverpool fan who you know has, has grown up and you went through. <laughs> I love it. And you went through the Kiev thing just like we all did. This this has just got that extra bite because of that Kiev stuff, hasn't it? Like it, it, Kiev hurt. It really did because of the not yeah. because of how you know adults Madrid never outplayed us. It was a couple of fuck ups that cost us that that final. That's why this is like we, we're fucking avenues tomorrow. 
Yeah, I'm looking at you, Matt, because I know you were like, oh, leave him alone. Don't talk about Carius. He's a lovely guy. Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, Klopp was saying before, weren't he, in, in his press, like it's not about revenge. And of course, they're going to be saying that, but there's going to be a major part of it is going to be Salah wants to get one over on. Obviously, Ramos isn't playing, but get one over on Madrid. And there's a lot of players, like you said, Jay, that are still in the team that were then. And we want to, we've got to, we want to set the record straight and get it and get a bit of revenge and, and set ourselves up for, for for the second leg. So it's there's a, there's a f- quite a few layers to it, which is all good layers for us because we 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 need to come out firing. And if we play like like we said, like the last three games, we've won three in a row. We're picking up the momentum at the perfect time here. So I absolutely I'm absolutely pumped for this, especially after that Arsenal game where we just we were just dominant from from minute one or all, all over the field. So. I honestly can't wait for this one because I just want to see. I want to see Phillips and Kabak up against maybe some more quality. I want to see Hotter like yeah. from the start maybe. And I think Klopp also got asked it, w- would he start all four of the the front um, the front three. I was going to say all for, all four of them, and he said I'm not not giving away secrets away. But I, I think he he might. To be honest, it wouldn't surprise me if he, if he did because I thought Bobby was really sharp in the Arsenal game. Obviously, Hotter comes on scores too, so there's a case for them all. So. Um, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see to see what he goes with because, like we said, there's there's plenty of options now, and I think that's coincided with us starting to get a bit more momentum. Yeah, no, that's a really good point, mate. Momentum is such a strong word when it comes to this point of the season, does it? You always look at the calendar whenever the fixtures come out, Matt. We always look at the calendar, don't we? Like March, April, May. Where where's trophies going to be won and lost in that period? You know, when you're going for league titles, and when does the Champions League fall in with in between each fixture? You know, praying that you hopefully. You get to that stage but Matt in terms of how let's remember this is the first leg you know this isn't a final this isn't the second leg at the end of the day still a lot of football to be played we're away whether that matters right now I don't know because there's no fucking fans you know it'd be nice to go back to the Bernabeu and play there again and um, you know Brendan Rodgers is in charge of the side this time goes to the Bernabeu so hopefully we'll get a strong fucking side um, in the Bernabeu but Matt how do you see the game going do you see Klopp thinking fuck it I want to I want at least two goals in this game or do you reckon He's going to play it cautious. No, I think he's going to go for it. Um, and and genial start. Uh, and that's going to be good for the for us because a lot of energy into the midfield and the midfield is ageing, as is well documented. Um, so that will be good. Um, and like uh, Mr. Farmer says, <laughs> uh, just intense and get at them. You know, without Ramos at the back, they're, they're shaky. I mean, was it Donetsk? Shakhtar that, that, that smashed them yeah. in the group stage. Um, they just went for it because they knew that Madrid going forward was stronger than they were. So they went for it and, then, and it did them well. So I think that'll be the, the thing again. So I think Genie will start in midfield and just not give them any time in, time there. And then I think he'll go all four and just try to drown their defence out because I mean that they are weak at the back without Ramos. As, as, as I've said, Varane looks also like a completely different defender without Ramos next to him. Um, so we just got to load them. They bottled it last year against City. Um, and I think they're going to do it again. Joe, it's interesting that you say that, Matt, about the, not the bottling part, um, the, the starting all four of the of the strike force. But Tim, do you agree with that? Or do you think that what happened at the weekend where he played Firmino and then he brought Jota on, obviously made an impact. Do you think that it'll be the same again with Firmino starting at the Bernabeu? And then Jota coming on, or do you think it being flipped? Um, I reckon it'll probably be flipped. I reckon that um, he might bring Firmino in, into the midfield if we're, if we're looking to to create more going forward, kind of towards the end of the game, especially if, if we hadn't scored yet, or if uh, 
if we haven't scored yet or if um if the kind of if the game's getting waning or we're one nil down and we need a goal so yeah I'd, I'd like to see Firmino push back into the midfield at, at, at some stage in this game I think that he'll be key because because of his movement to to kind of work make sure that Casemiro is doing work so that he's um he's wearing out his legs and stuff like that hey. towards the end of the game Casemiro fucking love this shit carry well, on <laughs> yeah, I mean that. that I, I think it's key as well that that we do play the two holding holding guys. I think Fab and Thiago played really really well alongside each other um, this past weekend, and and did such a great job at keeping keeping Arsenal in their half. And uh, Ceballos and and um, the, the Arsenal midfield kind of, or at least the, the midfield three that they represented, is is just very similar in terms in terms of their style of play and into what um, Madrid kind of put out as well. They play two more controlling attacking players, great on the ball, and Casemiro as a centre defensive centre defensive midfielder like like Party does, who you know who tries to tries to control the game. Obviously, Madrid's three have have. A shed load more quality than Arsenal's three, but at the same time, you know, aging legs and stuff, and that—that's the kind of midfield that you want to be facing if, if you're Liverpool, especially considering the work rate of of the, of the midfielders we tend to put out. So that—that's that to me is is the key area of the pitch. I think that you know, going forward and backwards, I think we're going to be okay. I think that you know, at the moment we seem to be in our goal scoring form. So I don't—I don't really think it mattered whether Ramos was fit or not. I think it's a plus that he isn't. But at the same time, I think we probably would have bagged the goal or two uh, tomorrow, whether he was playing, even if he was on the field. So, and I think Kabak and Phillips look great, and the front four looking good. So, you know, the, yeah. the battle—the battle to be won—is in the midfield, and, and if we can outwork them and, and make those old old legs kind of. You know, put a push for a full ninety, and, and and they need to start, you know, delving into their bench a little bit and, and bringing on some inexperienced youth. Then, then it's all the better for us. Yeah, too right, mate. Um, got really good points there, Mick. Chris Kelly's just putting that it's got to be Varane and Nacho at centre back tomorrow. I think so. I think that's how uh, those two will will go up and against. And um, I think uh, it might be a little bit mouthwatering for our front three or front four, depends on depending on who we're playing, won't it, Mick? For against them, though, there's definitely encouragement when Ramos doesn't play because. Even though Varane's still a very, very good centre-back, I think his game um, is taking up a level when um, Ramos is next to him. And Ramos, we all know what a, a great player he is, even though he's a dark art bastard anyway. Um, I think Salah and Mane, Firmino and Jota will be looking at that going, yeah, I'm having a bit of this tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm just had a look while, while you guys were talking there about their last game against Ibar, they beat them 2-0 on Saturday. Uh, it looked like they played the three, Militao, Nacho and uh, Ferland Mendy, and then they had Marcelo and, and Vasquez as, as wing-backs. So if they do that, like we proved against Leipzig, if you go with a back three, if you've got coming up against our front three, then you've got nothing down for you in, in, in current form anyway. But uh, yeah. what... Um, where are we going here? Someone just said Genie comes in. Where is it? There he is, Chris. And I think I, t- I do I do agree with that. I think it will I think it probably will be straight swap Millie for Genie and then straight swap Bobby for Hotter, to be honest. Although I would love to see all four. But all I don't four. know. Yeah, I just don't know. Maybe if maybe it was if it, if we were home first, that might be it might be a shout, but he might just uh, might be a bit too risky for Klopp uh, too early on in this game for that one. But yeah, Genie's gotta come in because Genie looked really good when he came on as well against Arsenal so it's going to be interesting to see how they set up if they, if they go for a, a 4-4-2 or 4-3-3 but we'll, we'll know straight away once once that lineup comes out how they're going to set up and how they're going to 
maybe try and contain us and counter attack. So it's, I can't, honestly can't wait for this one. It's going to be should be one of the one of the better games of the season. It's obviously our our biggest so far. So that's why that's why we're all pumped. And yeah. there's obviously Man City and Dortmund and all those other ties as well. So it's I can't wait to um, sit down in front of the telly and watch this one. Good shout, Matt. I just want to come on to this comment that Ben's just said. Um, I didn't get catch the Arsenal game. Is there a case we made for Jota replacing Mane? And Marcus has put Jota the first name on the team sheet. He simply must start. I tell you what, Marcus, you're sounding more like your dad every week. I love it. Absolutely <laughs> love it. Um, let's so let's take both of those comments, and I'm going to throw them at you, Matthew. Um, does that make sense from what you know, Chris? Is, uh, what Ben said. Sorry about Jota replacing Mane, or you simply can't drop Mane in this. And has Jota the first name on the team sheet because he has earned it. Over to you, Matt. You don't drop Mane um, for this, especially with them not having their first choice right back. Mane gets at whoever's playing right back, let alone a second choice. Um, yeah. I do think having rested, been rested most of the Arsenal <clears throat> game, Jota should definitely be one of the first names on the team sheet. I don't think he would have been rested if he wasn't like um, earmarked to start tomorrow night. So I'm, I'm sure uh, Klopp's gone, all right, Jota's starting, Genie's starting, and then he's building the squad around that. Um, but yeah, I think Jota needs to start. I think Maya needs to start. Um, in an ideal world for me, Bobby and Salah start as well, but it is highly likely that it's only going to be one of those three. And if anyone's going to get dropped, probably is Bobby, just to get that clinical finish in all the front three. Yeah. Uh, Tim, are you on that sort of offensive let, you know, because I know you've said you'd, you'd rather have all four starting, but saying in, in that world where that doesn't happen, which we obviously we've all sort of come to a little bit of an agreement that Gina when Alden plays because obviously his, his contribution against Arsenal, um, hence the sarcasm in that sentence. Then, um, do you see a world where Mane gets dropped for Jota and it's Firmino and Salah? Or do you not see that happening? Um, honestly, if, if we're being really kind of you know. Like, critical about it i i think that he's he's probably been the most out of form of the front three of compared to what we've come to expect of him in terms of output would i drop him i don't think so i really don't i think that he's he's a guy that turns up in these big games you know that the first thing game that comes to my mind is is that Bayern munich game away and yeah. he's he's the kind of guy that he you know he changes the game you know at, a turn of you know at the drop of a at the drop of a of a shoulder you know he's he's that he's that kind of quality and, and he he's been out of form but again you know he's he's a big game player you know he he'll be he'll be raring up for this one you know there's you know Salah Mane they've all been linked to Madrid over the last kind of three years so he'll be wanting to to you know to bury that because he's he's said that he's happy at Liverpool so he'll be wanting to bury that with a goal or two over the over the couple of legs and yeah for me. You know, I, I, I unfortunately see Bobby getting dropped. It, it, I feel like this would be a good, a good game for him because I think he would he would work the the defensive midfielders a little better because obviously he's dropping into space a little bit more, and you know he's uh, you know that that would make the midfield work more. I think that uh, Mane, Hota, or Salah, or any any one of them sitting out, I think that the combination of any three of them is going to give that backline problems. Whether they set up with four or or with the three, and if they set up with a three, it's I, I see it being worse for them. To be honest, it's, it seems that every time a team plays a three against us, we kill them with balls over the top with with the pace in behind. So yeah, I don't see him. I, I don't see him being dropped. To be honest, fair enough, mate. Um, Dan just put uh, Klopp might be thinking about getting as many away goals as possible so could start the four attackers 
Yeah, Dan said he personally wasn't just a web quality sub option if we go behind. I think it's a really good point. And I think you, you don't want to put all your, your cards on the table straight away. Now, one more question coming straight to you, Mick. And then after that, I've got a quiz question for, for the three of you. Okay, so be on your toes for this one. And I'm, I'm springing it on you so none of you can fucking Google it. Okay. And I've got it spot on as well. Right. Mick, is there a world where Thiago doesn't start this game? And I've, the reason why I've come to you is because obviously we, 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 you know, we go to Thiago camp. Let's just load up Thiago camp. Go. Is there a world where Thiago doesn't start? The answer, the answer is there's never a world where Thiago doesn't start. There's your answer. No, there's, there's, there's no way. There's no way. Like it's, it's one of those games where ball, ball retention is going to be key. So we can't be like, um, like uh, Mister, Mister Father said. Um, we need to neutralise Modric and Fabinho will do that very well, but we also need to keep the ball and Thiago is, is the best of that. And I think he was top of all our um, opposition um, forward passes in in, in, the, in Arsenal's half, loads of other stats, passes, dribbles, whatever else. He was top of everything against Arsenal. So he's starting to get himself into form as well himself. So you don't drop him of his quality in a game of this magnitude because we need him on the field and providing what he does best. So, not a chance. Although it w- it wouldn't surprise me to be honest if it, if it does happen, but I can't see it. You just don't want it to happen, do you? I don't you'd want it to happen. Pro- you probably turn off. Klopp just surprises you now and again, doesn't he? But I'd be I'd be very surprised if he if he if he um, rests Thiago for this one. Fair enough. Right, you ready for your quiz question? Okay. So what's going to happen is I'm going to ask yeah, you to name. I'm going to ask you to name. Get put the phone down. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to name. The ten, the ten players, okay, that have played for both Real Madrid and Liverpool. I'm going to come to you one by one, and you've got ten seconds per person to answer just one, and you've got to do it as a team. Are you ready? Okay, so the first person I'm coming to is Tim. You've got oh, ten shit. seconds. Um, uh, McManaman. Correct. That's one. Matt, go. Alonso. Mick. Do that. Tim. Abaloa. Fuck. Matt. Morientes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Correct. Oh, two seconds this bird, as you would have been out. Mick. That was my one. Oh, no. Five, four, three, <clears throat> two, one. Mick, you're out. Sorry, mate. No, Tim. Um. Uh, no, I'm 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 spent. I can't think of any more. Oh man! Oh, don't look at the comments. You've won. You've won, <laughs> won Matt. You've won by default, mate. You've oh my god! Default, I can't right, believe I've I forgot Owen. I'll go through the list. You've got Jabby Alonso. You've got Nicholas Anelka, Alvaro oh. Arbeloa, Jersey Dudek, Steven Manuel, Fernando Morientes, Antonio Nunes, Michael Owen, Nuri Sahin, and Fabinho. Because he was on loan at Real Madrid. Oh, of course yeah. he was. Yeah. There you go. So there's your ten double agents. Well done to Marcus and Ben in the comments for getting Morientes and Michael Owen. Um, yeah, I was going to throw a Michael Owen stat in there, but I'm not going to. I don't want to um, piss anybody off. Go on. I'm only disappointed by the Owen one. The other ones are just I would have never remembered for being or Nori Sahin. They're just like fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's a good question, that mate, and that's why I like to good. just throw just throw it on you because you know I don't want any pre uh, pre googling or anything like that. It's just a, it's a nice little bit of fun. Um, but uh, so we did for for you that was one, uh, Michael. So Tim, 
I want to come to you now in terms of progression of this of this tie now. So, if Liverpool were to get a nil-nil draw or, a, or well, say, let's let's just call it a fucking draw. They get a draw tomorrow night. Are you walking away from that game going? Yeah, all right, I'll take that. Um, yeah, especially if especially if it's a if it's a goal draw, if it's one one or two two. If we if we score a couple of times and draw, I wouldn't be upset. You know, if if the press as long as the pressure is not on us coming back to Anfield or wherever the hell the tie's going to play, Puskas Arena. Um, you know, it's, I, I would I wouldn't be unhappy with it. At the end of the day, you've got to you've got to take what's given to you. And uh, you know, this is an experienced Madrid side that's going to be playing at home and and raring to go to prove that you know. The, the the final wasn't more than just mistakes made by us that they were the better team regardless and you know this is a team that's you know will be fighting with their own confidence just as we are we are battling for the top four and they're battling for they're still battling for La Liga you know then I think they're four points off off the top at the moment so they'll they'll be needing this for their confidence as much as they need it to to kind of kind of go further into the competition so um, yeah. I, I think that a draw isn't a bad result it's, like I said especially if we score um, but at the same time, if I'm being brutally honest, based on our form, and, and I know that they've been uh, in decent form recently as well, but I, I would expect us to come away from a win. And although a draw would be slightly disappointing, it wouldn't be the most disappointing result. If we lost, I'd be thoroughly disappointed. Yeah. Okay, Matt, are you echoing those thoughts? Or you just think that nah, anything less than a win is a fuck-up? I think anything less than a... Right now, I think anything less than a win is a fuck-up. Um, it's a massive chance to to beat Madrid in their own backyard, and then take it back to Anfield with with one foot in the court in the quarters, right? Or semis, semis, one semis. foot in the semis. Um, especially considering you know the potential semi final draw that we could have uh, in either Porto or Chelsea. Um, and I say this now, but obviously, if we go and get thumped tomorrow during the game, then a draw is a completely different... Like, if Madrid deserves the win and we escape with a draw, then fuck it, yeah, I'm, about, I'm buzzing. Uh, but right now, looking at it beforehand, I think anything less than a win is failure. Okay, yeah, I, I think I agree with you on that one, mate. I think the way the team's playing at the minute in terms of the confidence seems to be growing game by game, doesn't it, Mick? And I, I'm quite impressed with the lads with every performance that we put, you know, with the either side of the Leipzig game and then obviously the game at the weekend against Arsenal. I think the game against that against Arsenal was the best we've performed since since Palace away. I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll go on a limb and say that, you know, forget the Champions League. I'm going to say that was the best performance. So I think the confidence in this side is growing and obviously the, the we're getting quite solid at the back now. I think Kabak and Phillips are, are being absolutely fantastic and the longer this goes on, the more we're getting... Istanbul seven vibes and getting really excited and stuff like that and you know no one's saying Virgil van who we're not we're not we're not got to that fucking stage yet uh, but if that meme keeps propping up where these two I've got their fucking hands around that fucking trophy um yeah you know the more I get very giddy about it but Mick I think confidence is key isn't it going into this and are you like with Matt it's anything less than a a, a win is a is, is a bad result I think so. I think if we would have played this game like last month, I would have been like, "Yeah, yeah give, me, good point. Give, give me, give me a draw, give me a nil-nil, give me a one-one." But the way, like you said, Jay, like we've started to pick up this momentum. Good, good win at Leipzig, getting through to the next round, beating Wolves in a tricky away game, then battering Arsenal, our best ever um, um, win there in terms of deficit, like scoring three and getting a three-nil win away to Arsenal, and then now going on to this, we've it's it is like we've just. We're starting to 
climb the the steps a little bit in terms of getting that getting that um what's the word I'm looking for? Um confidence. Bit of confidence, bit of um get getting used to each other. And like you said, Jay, like Kabach and Phillips, I think. After the Arsenal game, I think one of them said Martin Tyler or Gary Neville, I don't know, they're both knobheads. One of them said me and me and you could have played centre half tonight. And I was like so disrespectful. disrespectful. So disrespectful to. I mean, Arsenal weren't great, but every every time Kabak and Phillips had to do something, they done it so simply, and they, and they made it look easy. So they're starting to look really good together, and that's what we've wanted. Fab back in midfield, doing well. Hotter coming in, scoring two. Salah getting a goal. Mane still looking sharp, but not being quite there yet. And I think I'm hoping t- tomorrow's the game where Mane is. Oh, sharp, but also gets a goal and starts to starts to kick on and put the ball in the back of net because he has been he was exceptionally sharp against Arsenal and it just wasn't. I think it's just there's yeah. a bit of confidence there for him where he, he was through on the left channel a few times and you just want him to kill that far corner or just belt it as hard as he can. He just chose the the wrong option, so I'm hoping tomorrow will um, be the end of that for him. He gets on a little a little run, but that'd be nice. I'm liking that, mate. Just before I come on to the last talking point, gents, just going to go through a couple of the comments here as well. Uh, ben Priest thought about Moriente's was quite harsh to treat and he's only here, to be honest. It, to be fair, he was, mate. It, I mean, at the end of the day, during that period, we were very light on striker talent, weren't we, really? And he didn't really get the the best rub of the green, but, you know, maybe I think he was probably past his best there. Uh, Paul Dennison saying he'd take a score draw. Uh, it's an interesting one there, especially if you're getting away goal anyway. It's always a... Uh, it's so always nice positive, so I see where Paul's coming from there. Ben Priest, I'd only take a draw if we played badly. If we played really well and got a score draw, then it's a bit dodgy. Absolutely very, very good point there. Um, Tim O'Dada said anything other than two wins will be devastating at the moment, Madrid or Wolf. That's a very good point, and it ties into what we've been saying about form. Um, you know, we are coming into a really, really good form, but when Paul's saying he hopes for a 2-0 win, absolutely, that'd be really good. Uh, ben back in there as well. I feel like we need the run of wins to get top four, to be honest. Absolutely, you know, it does seem like top four is forming a little bit better for us in terms of the way the last few weeks have gone um you know the table is looking a little bit nicer and a little bit kinder too especially after everton dropping points as well um but you know if someone can update me on the west ham score i've just seen the comments about jesse lingard being a knobhead that i must assume that west ham must be winning um so that's obviously bad news but again the fixtures can be very very kind to us going forward uh having had four clean sheets on the bounce chris kelly saying a nil nil draw is terrible because we should score we'll have plenty of chances yeah it's a good point i think real madrid will get got out depending whether Mick, they play that at the back three or they play a back four i do think we will uh create some chances um and it's gonna be really really exciting but what i want to do is just finish on a positive in terms of um you know memories and let's get the juice the old juices flowing of getting build up the excitement Madrid memories, boys. I know there's not that many in the can in terms of uh, our generation and stuff. Obviously, we won a European Cup against Real Madrid when uh, when Kennedy scored a nice cheeky goal uh, on the inside near post in uh, in the eighties. So let's uh, let's fathom that and let's. There's only one tie we can really talk about in terms of positive memories about Madrid, but you can only pick one moment out of that uh, double legger. So uh, Mick, I'm going to come to you. Your favourite moment from the Madrid tie. Obviously, we're not going to talk about the fucking group stage in 2014-15 because that was a load of bollocks. Um, but Mick, uh, 08-09, have you got your, your favourite moment out of that, that Madrid tie? Um, I, I, to be honest, I liked the other game where Ben Ayun scored the winner. That was like, uh, yeah, at, at, yeah. at the time, that was like, because I think we played, we were away first, weren't we? In, in that, in, in that time. So to we get that, not, yeah. I mean, I was. Reminiscing that I think it was yesterday, and I was I remember thinking like remember Van der Vaart saying that we're scared of them, and then we went to the Bernabeu, beat them one 0 and then we battered them four 0 at home and beat them five 0 in aggregate. 
and it was just like just the the ultimate fuck you was just but yeah the Ben Ayun goal and obviously the the home leg where Torres just absolutely took the piss and I'm hoping for Salah levels of that tomorrow against them for um, a bit a bit of a revenge but. Yeah, I think I think what Chris has said there. To be honest, the Gerard Sarfoot volley. Whoa, 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 whoa! You had what fucking one? <laughs> Don't take him through the whole fucking game, mate. You had one fucking chance. Gerard, the, the, the Ger- Gerard, Gerard goal because that was just epitomised his absolute <laughs> quality. Ben, like, ben, I'm Gerard, ben, I'm Gerard. <laughs> just give it. Just set in the scene, boys. Set in the scene. No, I go. I go for Gerard because. That showed his quality. Not not a great ball in by Babel, but the way he controlled that and put it past Casillas was just world class. Tim, do you want to have a go or not? If there's um, any left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just um, to be honest, I mean, it's, it's certainly the home leg. I just the the one thing I came away with was the fact that it could have, if it wasn't for Casillas, it could have been double digits. You yeah, know, I, I mean, every time I watch the highlights, I'm outstanding at the amount of saves where I thought. Bloody hell, he's done well there. Like he yeah. should not have saved that. And it was I'm talking four or five in the game, and you know, it was everyone chipping in, Torres, Gerard, and everyone was just it it it's it, it was one of those evenings where just everything clicked for absolutely everyone and everyone was just in peak condition and in peak form. So yeah, I, I always remember that night as one of the one of the sweeter ones in Europe. And um certainly seeing Gerard boss boss that midfield was was you know sensational. Yes, All right, indeed, Tim, just pick one, lad. Just pick one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love, I love as well. On, I just, I'll carry, I'll oh, carry on a little bit longer. The one with the bit where Gerard like fizzes it into Torres, and Torres does like a little, a, a little, uh, a little back heel and goes round him, and then Casilla uh, saves it. Yeah, there you go, Matt. Over to you. <laughs> well, are, you fi- are you finished? Oh, you finished. Oh, okay. Just uh, <laughs> <laughs> go on, Matt. Is there anything left to say? <laughs> no, sorry, fella, we're all done. There's only been six games, so. No. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll take Torres's goal just because it's the first goal he ever scored against Real Madrid. Um, so that was buzzing. I, I thought I thought Pepe got fouled as well, but it was nice to see us get away with it. Um, yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, uh, yeah, to be fair, mate. I knew you picked Torres for you because he's your baby at the end of the day. But it was a good celebration that where he's like doing that at the back of his shirt. I did enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, there were some right. good ones in also there. Like, yeah. Ben Ayun scoring the header where when, he, when we won at the bottom about made me laugh more than anything because he was the shortest fucker on the pitch. It was good, wasn't it? I mean, if you have a look at some of the guys, lads in the comments, Ben said the Sainer's goal. Obviously, Mick, that was quite funny when like you see Desena scoring against Madrid United in the same. It was a great week for Liverpool, wasn't it? You know, um, scoring four against Real Madrid United in the same week, which was really good. But yeah, Desena getting on the end one was really, really good. Wasn't, wasn't um, the same really weird as well? Because wasn't it like him and Mascherano on the break two on one? It's like, why the fuck are these two up front? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was. It was mad. Uh, Tim, have you got that plug? Yeah. Thanks, mate. Just warming up here. Warming up. So. Tim's got the plug out. Here we go. Right. So Ben has put uh, Spearing versus Madrid. Absolutely, it was. It was. Uh, it was Jay Spearing's debut in the Champions League, and everyone was shouting. There's only one Jay Spearing. Uh, just about after he, he had Guti and um, the other fella in his back pocket. Can't remember what it is, but I tell you what, Jay will tell you himself because on our channel <laughs> we have a really good interview with Jay Spearing. He talks all about the Real Madrid game and he goes into it in really, really big detail. So it's a really, really good shout. So Ben, thank you very much for mentioning that because while you're here on the channel. Go and check out our interview with Jake Spear when we talked about about Real Madrid. It was really good. Thank you for the plug. There's the cheap plug. Thank you very much. 
Plug that motherfucker, man. Just get the views up on Jay Spear and he'll fucking won't thank me for it. Anyway, so yeah, so that is our Real Madrid preview. I am fucking buzzing for this game. I'm going to go put the fucking highlights on for the, uh, the two-legged affair. I'm not going to put the highlights on about Brendan Rodgers because I might fucking put myself in depression. But it's good to look back at the negative thing because it makes you even more fucking biteful, um, which is why it's quite easy to watch the Kiev game because we won it a year later. Do you know what I mean? Which is why this. Yeah. Um, boys... Fun fact, fun fact about that Real Madrid game, I went and I left at half-time. <laughs> Which one? The, two, the 2014 one. Oh, the group stage back, we've got yeah, passing yeah. for you now. Fair enough. I was Fair. like, let's, should, we go to, should, we go to, should we go and get a bevy? Yeah, go on, let's go. Yeah, Fuck get, it. A get a biscuit bevy, <laughs> lad. Don't blame me. Right, quickly score predictions. Michael. Fuck it, I'm going 2-0 again. 2-0 to the Reds. Bring it on. Right, son. I love that. Tim, what are we doing? 3-1 Liverpool. 3-1. I think we're we're gonna see I think we're gonna see goals across the front three. And I think they might nick one at the end just to make the tie interesting. But the proof's in the pudding. Just just yeah. said that just why my dad up really. I don't really have anything else to say after that. <laughs> Fair play. Uh, Matthew, finally to yourself, go on. Four one, Bobby Hattrick, and then Nat Phillips. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Bobby Hattrick again. Do you know what? I, I was close. I actually can't wait. I, honestly, I can't wait for the day Bobby Firmino gets a hat trick. Even if it might not is for Liverpool in the next few years, but the day he gets a hat trick, I need to see Matthew. I don't know, I don't know where you're going to be, but I need to see you that day. That'd be fucking amazing. I mean, Bobby, be... could, Bobby could transfer to fucking Tottenham, score a hat trick against us at Anfield, and I think I might still celebrate it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're going to fall from upper rock to lower rock when fucking Bobby scores it after. Yeah. You're going to be tumbling down that fucking rock faster than anyone. Brilliant. Right, Chris Kelly's gone for 2-0. Uh, Brian Connolly has gone for 2-1 Liverpool. Uh, Salah both the goals. Um, 18-0 for Ben. <laughs> Love it. Um, Chris Kelly's going to hit one with a Nat Phillips header. Yeah, fucking hell. How much are we buzzing if Phillips or Kabak get a fucking goal? It'd be brilliant. Yeah. Um, it's, it's in the eating. It proves in the pudding. I love it. Um, and UK, <laughs> hello to you in Orange County in California. 2-0 to Liverpool. Take, took a day off for tomorrow. Absolutely fucking spot on. Good for you. And uh, she's laughing at 18-0 as well. Matthew, go. If Nat Phillips scores like scores tomorrow, do you think is he's gonna like channel his inner, inner Jordan Henderson with a celebration? Do you think he's gonna be like one of these pissed off bastards when he scores? Yeah, I hope so. It's mad that innit? Because Endo's just so fucking angry when he scores. Yeah. I reckon I reckon he might do what Vardy did to that um to that corner flag, but with his head. I reckon that's what if, if Phillips scores, I reckon he's gonna drop a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Ben's got oatmeal and comes on and snaps someone's legs with five minutes camera at the end. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great, Ben, when we're fucking three and a half after the Bobby Hat trick. That'd be fucking brilliant. Um, well, listen, it's been a fucking great preview. That fucking 40 minutes has flown by. Uh, really appreciate everybody's uh, in the comments again. And obviously, we just love you to, to pieces as well. Obviously, appreciate to, to Manscaped for sponsoring this show. Obviously, uh, you get 20% off uh, with the code Copite, but pod your balls well thank you for that and we really appreciate those guys as well uh, they're in support with some fantastic charities as well so do check them out if you can um, we appreciate it we'll be here for the team news tomorrow um, and obviously we'll be there for the review show again as per usual 
And as you know, I'm, I'm going to play the video, boys. I don't really give a shit. I'm playing it. I put a lot of evidence to it. It's fucking getting played. My thanks to lads as, as per usual. We're fucking great together. I love it when we do these, boys. Really appreciate it. And yeah, up the fucking Reds. Come on, big day tomorrow. Champions League gets back, quarterfinal. That's what we fucking live for. What, you think you can rely on that crane crap? Well, I did pretty well with it last time. Hey, wake up and smell the coffee, Mr. LaRusso. Last time you weren't fighting this. You don't get it, do you? Visualize. This is not a bunch of sticks and pipes anymore. This is a living, breathing, fighting machine that wants to detach your head from the rest of your body. blood so what make believe it's his this guy wants to break you humiliate you stomp you into the ground now what are you gonna do about it no then do it Network.